0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report, Limitation Supply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, I am going to say words that I have never said in my life. Nobody has mm. ever said in their life. Mm. These are words that I never thought I would say on this program. But- Carolina
1: deserved to win the <laughs> 2017 national championship. Say it right now. Yeah, that's a little. Okay, that's a bridge it. too far.
0: <laughs> We're gonna say words that uh, I I've waited a long time to say this date. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take a deep breath and I'm gonna say these words. Scott Drew is a Big 12 champion. Wow. Uh, wait, what? Scott Drew is a good coach. It's it's been solved. It's Ooh. we we cracked the code. The Baylor Bears are Big Twelve champs. Congratulations to Scott Drew. First time since uh, nineteen
1: fifty. Yeah,
0: game game moment. of the week. Uh, at West Virginia, they clinch it. We just watched them beat uh, uh them being the Baylor Bears. Obviously, just watching them beat uh, uh Oklahoma State tonight. Baylor might be back, Tate. Mm. I think that's mm. the the lesson we're learning from. this Yeah, week.
1: Baylor came out of pause and they lost, you know, to Kansas. Mm-hmm. And after the game, Scott Drew did point to you know the COVID protocols being their kryptonite. Yep. We remember that. And now, you know, they get uh, they get back on the tracks, which is like what we like to see. What did Superman
0: have to do to get rid of the kryptonite? I forget. I'm not up on. Just not, fight.
1: Uh, just fight through. <laughs>
0: Uh another big story in college <laughs> basketball this week. Illinois beat the snot out of Michigan without Wait, Io Sumu. Beat the snot out of Michigan. This was we're, we're gonna we I'm excited to talk mm. about this. And uh because it's not like what happened on the court is almost the secondary story. Yes. What's happening between these two fan bases? The fan bases. The lead are the up show. to the game, yes. the, the the during the, the game, <laughs> like the whole the whole mm. scene is hysterical. Uh so we're gonna talk about that. Also, uh, Andy Katz is joining us As he as he does most Fridays uh, we're, we're doing some tier talk with him I caught him off guard With the question yeah, you That's have a little a big question. I have man. a big question mm. At the end of my, our time With Andy Katz I caught him off guard um, Here's a hint 5-2 <laughs> there, there you go In uh, a Pac-12 update It's Friday So mm. we're going to keep The Pac-12 update rolling All that is coming up But first Woody Durham doing? Before we dive in, Tate, I uh, we got to plug the YouTube page. Yes. Uh, YouTube.com slash Titus and Tate. We're putting all of our shows uh, uh, every every full episode of the podcast. You can watch us there. Tate is wearing a Dwayne Wade. Explain to the yes. people why you're yes. wearing a Dwayne yes. Wade Marquette jersey, Yeah,
1: so what happened was I had a Marquette fan, a friend of the program, Ginny Fisher mm-hmm. is her name. She's in the, the Gubble right now, or the Global, whatever they're calling it. It's basically the g the bubble. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? I don't know what they're calling it, but I think it's something like that. that <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, North Carolina, you remember this, a Wednesday night scheduled a game mm-hmm. with the fellow Jordan school WoJo and the boys came to town Wednesday night Jenny reached out to me and yep. said let's make a little wager she's down there in you know the G League bubble I'm like I need some Carolina representation the Heels win you wear Carolina stuff if Marquette wins at this point I'm like not possible I'll wear Marquette on our show. show yeah. Yeah. Fan well, show, the, show
0: the people the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. get the laptops in the way. Yeah, yeah. Show the oh, people oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Show it off, dude. She, she show she the, she the she people. Is. Yeah. And then, so, and then,
1: and then there's weight on the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not going to stand. You up, know, so. it,
0: fun fact about the Wade, Tom Crean coached him in college. I don't know if you knew that.
1: Wait, <laughs> what? Are you kidding <laughs> So, this is me? your, this is your penance. Yes. I'm wearing a yes. Club Trill
0: uh, hoodie. Show it. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, Homage sent me this.
1: That's great. That's great. I'm glad the brand is back. The brand is back for a half second. We'll see. Oh, we'll Katie Nolan, right? That one time. Yeah, she, yeah, wore she wore club, the, And then she was the, like, What? The, why would you care about this? And I was like,
0: right? Katie, thanks for wearing my shirt. She's like, I have no idea what this shirt means. <laughs> like, Who are you? <laughs>
1: like, uh, all right, enough
0: about that. Uh, anyway, go go watch. Yes. Go, go subscribe to the YouTube page. Mm. Uh, I meant to say this too. Uh, Tate and I did we're doing one-off thing. So it's not just the show. So if you listen to the show and you're like, why would I want to watch the show when I listen to the show? That's understandable. Fair. We're, yes. we, we don't we do don't, it. it. We Keep get listening. it. Keep uh, listening. But I just wanted to let you know, uh, we're putting stuff up there that's not the show. We, we just did mm-hmm. our, we're putting a video up of our, our top five favorite Big East tournament moments. Uh, we're not going to put that on the podcast feed. We're going to do stuff like that on the channel. Obviously, throughout March, we're going to do live stuff and yeah. interview people and all sorts of things. The pod will continue. We mm-hmm. will always do the pod. The pod will remain free. Um but we're doing that on the side. So I just wanted to, to let the people know that. So and we're, we're gonna also
1: going to be here like on site, on the lot, in person. Yeah. So if something happens, you and I can just talk about it and yeah. go live and be on YouTube. and yeah. It's going to be fun. So
0: uh, go check that out. All right, let's get into it. Yes, uh, Illinois the beat the absolute living hell out of Michigan. And what everyone was calling at the time, and I think they're going to continue to call it, the most shocking result uh, of the season. Not because Illinois is not good, obviously, but because Io was was not playing. Mm-hmm. This was... Uh, this had all the makings going into the game. You know what? Before we talk about it, let's let the, for for me, this was about the fans. So yes. like, Let's not talk about what Brad Underwood was saying, and, let, and let's let
2: the listeners. Let's at home, let the, the listeners the
0: program, let,
1: get your own sense just,
0: of this. Just, just let us. Let, here we go. Play some voicemails that we got <laughs> oh, from
2: Hey Titus, hey Tate. Uh, as an Illini fan who was mercilessly trolled by Michigan fans all week, I, I felt compelled to talk about last night's game between Michigan and Illinois. That that really exposed Michigan for being a Mickey Mouse team. That everyone knew they were with a Mickey Mouse schedule, I'm a Michigan fan, and uh I just want to
1: say, uh, screw you guys I love Mickey uh, Mouse for schedule. for jinxing us uh for roughly two weeks straight by by talking about the Michigan hype train. I know for the most part Michigan fans have been pretty difficult for you, but don't don't think I haven't seen what you guys
2: have done <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know we you to for you get it the last week. you guys are sneaky <laughs>
0: Can you pass along a message
2: to me for all the Michigan fans. Basically, just fuck you <laughs> thanks, and uh, go line up. It's really annoying, too, because Illinois thinks like they're our rival. But really, they're out here acting like they just won the national championship. Their bench <laughs> is going crazy. But, I mean, Michigan's still going to win the Big Ten championship. This is basically the peak of Illinois basketball since 2005. <laughs> so peak. I'm not too worried about it. Taking me a few hours to work through this emotionally, but I'm very glad that we lost. You know, people have been gassing us up for like two weeks, move us to number two, gone to our heads. And Jawan knows this. You know, these guys need to get embarrassed. They got to <laughs> realize at this, this point in the season, if they're not bringing it every fucking night, they're gonna lose. We're really building character, building resolve. We got a lot of run this is, this is the right answer. So it's a good thing. Yes, it sucked, honestly, but <laughs> honestly, I'm glad it that we faltered now, or in the Big Ten tournament.
1: Oh,
0: there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: same sort of tournament mindset. But yeah, spin it. From what I saw, Michigan didn't do bad defensively.
2: We just couldn't hit our shot.
0: Gotta make shots, Hi,
1: Hi Tate. Um, I would like
0: to hit the panic button on behalf of every single team that's uh, going to play Illinois in the month of March. Uh, Brad Underwood, don't fuck with him. He's going to destroy you by thirty. <laughs> All right, bye. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that guy was an Illinois fan or a Michigan fan. That's the funny part. I think it might have been God just <laughs> calling just from gone. above.
1: He's like, hey, "Watch out for Brad Underwood."
0: Uh, so the reason I want to start with the fans <laughs> is because for me, this is what this game uh, was. Uh, for those who don't know, who for who don't live on the Big Ten message boards, mm. uh, as I do, which uh, it wasn't actually a message board. This, this was this was like mainstream. This wasn't this wasn't the deep dark web. This was like mainstream, out in the open, uh, just hatred, yes. hatred. Yeah, Michigan comes back to give you a little uh, primer here, tape. Michigan uh, uh, is coming back from COVID pause. As mm-hmm. a reminder, they the they didn't have cases per se in the program. It was like a s- school wide thing. Yes. that they shut down. Um, they they were paused for the same amount of time as the women's team. The women's team had a game against Purdue, who's in last place. Uh, on the day Ooh. the day they were quote unquote clear to play, whatever. Uh, the men were supposed to play Illinois that night. The women were given the go ahead to play. The men said we're not ready yet. We COVID Mm. protocols, and they they kind of like muddied the waters. Illinois fans interpreted that as you're dodging us. You don't want to play us. You need more time. You don't want to come back. and And Michigan fans were like, Why would we dodge you? We're so much better than you. Yes. Away we go. Mm -hmm. There's a a tug of war, fights. uh, You know, and 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 for that
1: period of time. There's just been hatred on both sides. It's been three weeks of bravado, right? There's yep. been a lot of back and forth where both sides have not backed down against each other. Where you know Michigan fans are like, "You're shit on my shoe. Like yeah. I, you, I don't even see you. You're not in yep. the same." We joked about this last week. Michigan fans, when they talk to the Gonzaga fans, they're like, "We're in the toughest conference. Yeah. We had to play Northwestern, and then we had to go at Maryland. This is this is the the craziest thing you've ever seen in basketball." <laughs> yeah. And then on the other side, they're like, "You can't even talk to us, Illinois. Yeah, you yeah, can't even right, play on the same right. court as us." And Illinois had the same exact confidence of bravado. So we shouldn't say like they were even in the right. They here. have.
0: Yeah. Illinois fans up until IO breaks his face. in half. yes. And yes. then when IO breaks his face in half, Illinois fans are like, they're waiting uh, to see. They're, they're like, waiting, waiting to see. To see. Yeah. Yes. Like we we still believe, but even the, 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 the talk coming out of brad underwood's mouth was like mm-hmm. like he he said going into this game big 10 t- time he's like big 10 championships i don't really care like yep. i'm more focused on yeah and, and he was kind of talking about like whether you bring io back for this game like how important is this game should we rush io back? and he was like nah, you know but michigan fans interpreted that as like oh so now because we're going to win the big 10 you're not you're saying you don't care to win mm-hmm. this game mm-hmm. and it, it just went back and forth and i can only imagine how cathartic it must have been to be an illinois fan. To, to just have Michigan fans because, like, Illinois, as this is all going on, Illinois goes to overtime at Nebraska. We remember that. Mm-hmm. Illinois loses at Michigan State yep. before Michigan State beat Ohio State and, mm-hmm. and, like, Michigan State. They started the run. Yeah, yeah. They, they started this run, which, by the way, uh, it's over. It's over now. <laughs> Rest in peace, the Michigan State run because Michigan just stomped them. But, uh, yeah, so so Michigan fans are watching this. You're talking all this junk. You can't even beat Michigan State. Mm-hmm. You can't. You you go to overtime with Nebraska. I O played in that game, by the yep, way. Yep. Oh, he needed a big shot to beat Northwestern at home. And Michigan mm-hmm. fans are like, this is hysterical that you think they're on. Our, you're on our level, and then they kick their ass,
1: dude. This is it, it's unbelievable. It is it is absolutely shocking. It's shocking. Two words: Trent Frazier. And uh, my family member T. comes into this game and uh, decides that he is going to have, I think, the best game I've seen him play. And I've watched, you know, Trent play a couple years now. And, uh, you know, I always keep up with the Frazers in the world, see what they're doing, yep. keep an eye on them. And in this game, he was unstoppable. And I think he exposed a little bit of, you know, Michigan's maybe lack, not a glaring problem, but lacking, you know, size at that one position, right? Yeah. To be able to guard the pick and roll in a guy like that. And then on the flip side, we saw Hunter Dickinson against Luca Garza, owned him, stuck his chest, stuck out, you know, his let chest it, out, let it be known, you know, mm. get him out of here. Mm. Bill Lamb beard mm. him out of here. A couple, couple walruses just like in a mating ritual. Just mm. And in that game, you know, it was like this weird flip of like, wow, the, the young buck, the young freshman. Mm-hmm. I take him over the old, the old horse here in Luca Garza flip side. We get to this game. Coffee Coburn. Yep. Different animal, (laughs) like different type of guy. Not a walrus. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, And and he comes and he is sending a message to Hunter Dickinson, which is basically like, welcome to the real Big Ten big basketball. Uh, We're dunking all over you. I'm letting you know that I'm here. You're going to feel me. Um, and I thought from that standpoint, it was interesting because it was a, a game where Illinois sent a message from the interior. Yeah, and then also they had a perimeter guy in Trent Frazier who goes off. I mean, it was a perfect storm, right? Yeah. For Illinois to have this great game, they sent a big message. But if you're Michigan, you don't take too much stock into this I, game. I other than that. like we get yeah. a hit in the mouth. Yeah, we I agree. With, the I, that's fine.
0: I, I actually genuinely believe this is good for Michigan. I think they they needed to be humbled. I yeah, think um, for sure. The, for, the fans yeah, maybe too the fans too I think all of it <laughs> yeah, I think like th- this is th- this is why we brought up the uh, the intercontinental belt this idea of yes. the intercontinental there's Baylor and Gonzaga and then there's the third team and we've seen it over and over and over the team that is the third best team that's anointed is mm. just like the bravado is through the roof yes. it's like we are on the same level as Gonzaga and Baylor we mm. we are proving it time Andy, and time again bump us
1: up bump us up Andy tier one. What,
0: put it yeah please. are tier 1A yes put us up there yes. Andy yes and then they lose you pass it up like Alabama we saw it with them Alabama if you if you and I came on here and did a show and we were like, Alabama's pretty good. And we would give Alabama fans are like pretty good. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Pretty good. Mm -hmm. And they would give like, it's not enough. It's never enough. Houston fans. Houston. It kept happening. Ohio state. We had our run. I got a little carried away. Mm -hmm. I'll put my hand up and say, maybe got a little carried Mm away. Uh, and then, you know, Michigan humbled us, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll step back now. Then it was Michigan's turn. Now it's Illinois' turn, coincidentally. Illinois is now looking at all these dead bodies over to the side, and they're yeah. like, well, at least that's not going to be us. Yeah, <laughs> they like, survive that. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> it's like, no, you're probably... Um, yeah, so pump no, the brakes. Everybody. Yeah, everybody pumped the brakes. There was nothing at stake in this game whatsoever. I guess a one seed. Illinois is probably going to get a one seed anyway. And, and I honestly, I feel like Illinois-Ohio State this weekend, like if Ohio State beats Illinois you sweep Illinois, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Ohio State, you know. So I I don't think, like, this game, anything was settled other than this fight amongst the fans, basically. Yes, yes. That was it. That was all that was settled. And And Illinois won it a big way.
1: Yeah, and if you're Michigan, right, I mean, they're not even looking at this game as an issue of sorts. Like, look, we we needed to lose a game. We're fine. We're okay. And now they're playing the long game, but we want to get to March. They win the Big Ten. They beat Michigan State tonight. They get to celebrate. celebrate. Chris Webber tweets congratulations to Michigan, go blue. I mean, mm. think about that. Like you That's, and I met yeah. in 2014, 2015, whatever it was. If you had told us even then that like Jalen Rose, who we both were working with, was going to, you know, Jawan Howard going to bring the Fab Five mm. back. That did not seem possible. But anything is possible, as we learned in 2020, and now tonight. Does
0: the Fab Five become the Fab Three? I feel like it has. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like yeah, like
1: make some fun. call Ray. <laughs>
0: Ray and Jimmy? Yeah, like, we never uh, hear from Ray and Jimmy. I mean,
1: we <laughs> even <laughs> get Jimmy more than Ray. Like no, if, Jimmy's
0: show, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah we never, uh I, I do think this is good for Michigan. Like, not obviously losing is not good, but you know, it's you know, they, just, they just need to be humbled and they'll yeah. be fine. They won the Big Ten. They're gonna get rings that say Big Ten champions. It's not gonna say we got our asses Michigan. kicked by Illinois without their best player. That will that will not appear on the. Ring, so who cares
1: Michigan fares matter. well in the Big Ten tournament I could see yeah. them winning the Big Ten tournament having both of those things yep. and then these fans that we were just talking about getting humbled G- they're getting back. Back. <laughs> they're on right top of the mountain
0: like, <laughs> hey try to <this laughs> tape remember when you were they may blow out brains? Illinois <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. Io
1: in the tournament that's probably what will happen
0: uh, I want to I want to say this too one of the fallouts from this uh, uh, two things I guess mm-hmm. two fallouts number one uh, Luca Garza has solidified national player of the year has yes. he not yes 100%. I mean I mean Illinois when IO it was a great run but I mean come on I don't know how you I don't know how like do you think some part of IO assumed was watching this is like god damn we don't have to win by 40 mm-hmm. like we could win by like mm-hmm. 3 you guys don't have to like sh- mm-hmm make it clear that you don't need me
1: like what the yeah, hell's exactly. going on it was, here it wasn't great for his most valuable yeah, campaign yeah. and again it was a flash in the pan I would say so
0: the other thing uh as I felt for most of the season it is Gonzaga versus the field that's where we are in the big picture that mm-hmm. does not mean Gonzaga is going to win that does not mean Gonzaga uh I, I'm not putting odds on this G- get your analytics out of my face get your like are you so you're saying that it's a 50% chance mm-hmm. I don't know what the chance is what I'm saying is uh as a neutral observer or and just, you know, like as someone who's going to take in this NCAA tournament, the rest of us, us being the Ohio States, the North Carolinas, the Michigans, we can't have fun. We can't feel good until the big, bad giant has been slayed. Yes. That's how I feel. Yes. That's what I mean by Gonzaga versus mm. the field. It could happen. It's happened before, obviously, yeah. 2015. Yeah. Obviously, UNLV back in the day. Yeah. It's happened. I'm not saying Gonzaga is a shoe in. I'm not saying give him the trophy. I'm saying I'm going into this tournament. Saying until Gonzaga loses, I'm not gonna get excited. I'm not like as an Ohio State, Ohio State could just keep winning when it like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, this is awesome. You gotta win. You gotta give yourself a chance. You got because like uh, you know, Duke in 2015, they didn't beat Kentucky. So you all you gotta do is survive. Maybe someone else beats him and you beat the, you know. So celebrate the wins, but I, I I think this solidified for me that the tournament does not start until Gonzaga loses. And, and, and earn it. Like, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Is that, is that a
1: fair assessment? I mean, and I will say this. like There is a little bit of a conversation with Gonzaga because we did see probably the pinnacle of this team in December, right? We would say that. At least as far as the competition that they face, the Virginia game is probably the last time we had to see them quote-unquote play at the peak of their powers. So as far as humbling and getting the team prepared to go win these yeah. six games, I do wish that even if they don't lose a game in the WCC tournament, that Gonzaga at least is pushing a half. Yeah, where we have to see them lock down and say, "Hey, we got to get a bucket here yeah. to kind of settle things down." Because I don't like, and it's almost unfair to them a little bit, where they have to go into the tournament and, and get this heightened push of competition where teams have been but, basically dude, playing March know, Madness it's for like, a
0: month. I'd- I, I don't know if it's gonna matter.
1: Like I I, I, I hope not. If you I, like I said last it, week, hundred percent. If we have a normal tournament, I believe Gonzaga will win it. But with the whole Big Ten <laughs> Indianapolis push, I
0: I'm I'm just saying
1: if, if it a could 20, be a Mickey Mouse if, ring. If a
0: 2018 Villanova 2009 North Carolina thing happens with Gonzaga, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at yeah. all. I'm gonna if like, yeah, if it was a normal tournament, a of, that all checks out. Normal
1: yeah. tournament, I would say I'm around 69. percent That's gonna happen.
0: It's just it, I just wanted but, to bring that up though that that we. Uh, the more things change, the more madness that happens, the insanity of everything going on this season, games canceled. I saw the stats say that we have had over 1,500 games canceled or postponed this year. Really? Yeah, yeah that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. But all of that going on, we're right back where we started. We're coming into the season. Luca Garza was the national player of the yep. year. Gonzaga was number one. And I'll be damned. Look at
1: us, Coach we're, K we're knew it. Just play the uh, tournament. Just bring everybody to the but field.
0: But let's talk about the Baylor Bears a little bit, please. Because, yes, Scott uh, Drew. We have to give props. I I have I don't think I've ridiculed Scott Drew. I've just pointed out facts. We're at we're mm-hmm. at a hashtag Just Facts podcast. Always have been. Won't apologize for it. Yeah. Uh, you. We we don't we don't talk about our feelings. We talk about facts. And the facts were Scott Drew has never won a major conference championship ever mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. tournament in regular season. He's never been to a Final Four. And uh, I I just like pointing that out because it's just an interesting stat. That stat is no more. That stat is dead. It's done. Scott Drew's a good coach. Stamp it.
1: Scott Drew won the 2013 NIT, and we all forgot. People forget that he <laughs> did that, and we did not give him the credit for doing that.
0: <laughs> to your credit, every time I say he's never won a trophy, you're like,
1: no, hang on. And I do want to keep bringing it up. And uh, it was nice because this game in West Virginia, we we talked about last week, that's a team. They're very good. Very good. And very it, good. Final Four team, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I I am all eyes on West Dude, they Virginia. They could win it. They could win. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, think. If, I, I mean, of course. If they They, play, the they gave four,
0: Gonzaga the best game. They gave Baylor. They lose they lost by game. five, right? They, they lost get, by five. Yeah, it was a yeah. Suggs game. Suggs uh- Tore his Achilles and then taped it back together. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I mean, pretty ridiculous when you think about the fact that this Baylor team on the road at West Virginia, a title contending team, yep. you know, they're getting pushed to the brink. This was, you talk about execution at the end of a game. It was beautiful. I mean, it was it, great. It, it, was it was great awesome. for the Big 12. And then later on in the day, I would watch, you know, ACC Georgia Tech versus Duke, which is basically the opposite <laughs> exactly. execution of this. Um, but regardless, I just want to say, just from Baylor's standpoint, the uh, the fact look that Jerry Jared Butler look at right? it look at like, Scott look how look happy, how happy they, they, are. they are it's yeah. so cool and you can feel it like the yeah. The, the, yeah. the hurdle that they got over and the fact that this team got to celebrate something right they've won so much but like we've joked about they haven't been able to celebrate anything yep um, you know other than like one win and now we got to go to the next game yep and now they finally got to do that Scott Drew got to do that and uh, Scott Drew randomly enough uh, my parents 2010 in Puerto Vallarta for their anniversary yep had dinner with Scott Drew and his wife. Um, they did not. What? Yeah, my they, my mom and dad met Scott Drew and his wife. I knew they met him. Yeah, at the pool, and then they ended up having dinner with him that night. <laughs> I didn't know that and part. My mom, my mom told him all about Duke cheating him in the twenty ten Elite <laughs> Eight. And regardless, Scott Drew, my parents love Scott Drew to this yeah, day. Yeah. And when he won, my mom was like, please shout out Scott Drew and say what a great guy he is. So shout Ooh, out to Scott Drew. Great,
0: guy but, great the, guy, but not a good guy. Not a good guy a good anymore. Guy anymore. He's a great guy. He's a winner. Yes. Scott Drew is a winner. Kevin Keats move over. <laughs> Scott Drew has a trophy case. Uh, he, that, that big trophy case he built in his house, he can mm. finally put something next to that NIT Championship. Man. He did it. So man. uh Baylor's back though, man. They look good tonight right? too against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is, is pretty I high, feel man. it
1: like a little bit where yeah. there could be a world in which we get to the final four in indy and I would not be shocked. And this might, I mean, maybe I'm probably going to regret this saying this, but like if it was Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan in the final four, I would not be shocked. I would and love I, that. I mean, I mean I I even think, as an I Ohio State fan. Yeah. I
0: want Ohio State to win, obviously, but like, I, listen, I, I want great basketball. Yeah. And that's like objectively, that would be amazing. Yeah. Be, Just the fact I mean, that
1: you said it, right? We, we started this yeah. year with a preconceived notion of Gonzaga, Garza, those have been checked. Yeah. Boxes have been yep. checked. The fact that we get to a final four where the top teams are there, that would be nice. I don't want to put
0: an asterisk on this, so I apologize to Baylor fans if it comes across that i'm not doing that to, to scott drew i just want to have a bigger picture conversation about regular season conference titles um, yes this do you year feel, specifically d- yeah because like we, we we've talked about this on the show around this time of year the last couple of years just how they're sort of being devalued because there's obviously march madness has become it, as big as it is it like seems to get bigger every year where that that is the focal point you talk to people about like whether a coach is good or bad You always point to. I mean, Tom Crean got fired at Indiana. He won Big Ten titles. No Mm -hmm. one cared. We Mm -hmm. we don't care about Big Ten titles. You lost in the Sweet Sixteen to Syracuse. Tom, get the hell out of here. Like that was. March becomes the measuring stick. Where, uh, when when I was growing up, certainly, and I've made this point a million times. So I apologize for repeating Hmm. myself. But like the Big Ten title was a massive deal. Like if you won a Big Ten. That that's cachet that matters, and it 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 still matters to the players. Obviously, we saw Baylor's players losing their minds. We saw Michigan tonight losing their minds. But as a fan, Tate, uh, I feel like we were already headed towards with conference realignment, with imbalanced schedules. When you have conferences of with thirty eight teams that are they you know you only play half the teams once. Um, I feel like fans were kind of shrugging their shoulders at regular season titles. For God's sakes, your conference, the ACC, Mm -hmm. doesn't even like technically count the regular, like the, the tournament's so important that, that that's the only thing that technically quote unquote counts. That's, that's
1: Duke propaganda. Yeah. But yes.
0: But then at the, then at the same time you flip around, you hand a trophy for the tournament to a team that didn't even play a single second last mm-hmm. year. So explain that to me, but, Coach uh, so I guess, uh, my, my fear <laughs> is that COVID given that the, the circumstances of everything this year and, and all the imbalanced schedules and how weird it is. Cause I'm, I'm I have a PAC 12 update for you. That's oh, going to break wait. your brain with, can't wait. with the PAC 12 race. Um, I'm I'm worried that like this is kind of like the end for for cuz cuz this whole season has been about like let's just let's just play an NCAA tournament that's all we care about. Mm-hmm. And and now like we're we're using algorithms trying to figure out who won regular season conferences and I'm just worried that like moving forward people are going to be like who cares and the, like that and ask put an asterisk on Baylor put an asterisk on Michigan and,
1: and you know it Michigan
0: played th- fewer games than Illinois yeah. and Illinois beat the hell out of Michigan mm-hmm. like if you're an Illinois fan you're like I kind of feel like we should maybe be champions, I don't know.
1: It used to be, I felt like a college basketball conversation used to be a regional conversation, right? So there was these there was these large conversations that were happening in different pockets, and then the tournament would come, even back to when the NIT mattered. And it yeah. would be like the NIT and the NCAAs, you would get invited, and then the national conversation comes. Yeah, and yeah. then you can see like, but we've already been having this conversation over here the whole time. And I guess it does happen at a smaller level, uh, maybe than it did in the past, but. Those arguments about like, well, Wake Forest won this many ACC, you know, regular seasons yeah. and, they, you know, Virginia Tech hasn't ever won in the ACC. Right. Right. All right. these types of things have seen they've gone from the, well, the forefront to... of conversation because we're all trying to have the national conversation. Right. We're all trying to have the national championship conversation. Right. We're all trying to have the final four conversation because we all think we're blue bloods. Right. We all think <laughs> right. that we're supposed to be there because there's this misconception that it's an it's an equal playing field. Right, And it's really not. I mean, we, we know that there's like 12 teams that probably have a real shot at yeah, this yeah. just based on everything that's going on. That's why when Butler happened the first time, it was unbelievable. It was, yeah, it was like shocking. It was, it it was, was
0: like, was, like uh, oh my God, they, they were six inches away from... yeah. They could yeah. have done it, and they weren't one of
1: those 12 teams, yeah. and that's amazing. And th- th- in general, what I'm saying is that college basketball, we judge everything now by March. We judge everything by the the final tally of the tournament. Yeah, And that is why Mark Few, we're still saying we can't coordinate him. Yeah, We can't coordinate James Harden in yeah. the NBA yeah, because he, yeah, he yeah, hasn't that's done better, it in yeah. the playoff. That's, that's the world well, we live in, right?
0: I, I guess I didn't think about this until you were you were making your point that uh, part of the reason it was probably a bigger deal back in the day is because you you had to win. Your yeah, conference. yeah, You had, to, you had yes. to be your conference champion to be yeah. in the NCAA tournament. So it was like, yeah, we won. We got to go play in the NCAA tournament. But I, I, think
1: in, I was thinking of the Big East in 1981, I'm pretty sure, and fact-check me, someone. I'm pretty sure that Syracuse beat Villanova in the championship game in the Big East tournament. And then Villanova got invited to the NCAA's, and Syracuse didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's scandalous. So, the, is I, that is
0: that what started Jim Beheim being a crusty old man? It I mean, like, that was the mo- that was that was the, like, that was the origin this. story of his being a villain. <laughs> Just saying. All right, let's take a break, uh, talk to Andy Katz, and uh, then we'll do some Pac-12 update and get out of here.
1: Quick break to get away from our sponsor, DraftKings. UFC 259 is this weekend and is sure to be action packed with three title fights taking place in one night. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 100 to 1 odds on either fighter to land a punch during the fight. Seems pretty easy to me. Pick either main fighter to land a punch during this weekend's UFC 259 bout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds. Just bet $1 on either fighter to land a and punch. And if that happens, you will cash $100. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. If either main fighter lands a punch on Saturday, place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code TATE to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call one with it Dell's semi-annual sell is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on the latest XPS and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 800- by Dell. Again, that's 800 B U Y Dell, or you can visit Dell.com slash semi-annual sell.
0: All right, here with Andy Katz again. Uh Friday, tier talk tate. We uh, yes. I don't I don't know how many more I don't want to get ahead of myself and be the sad, put a damper on this. Mm. I don't know how many more times we're going to do this. we got to cherish it when we have I it. I mean, the bracket's coming up soon. I don't think mm. no disrespect to Andy, but I'm more interested in what the committee has to say about these teams than he does after the bracket comes out. So I don't know how many <laughs> more times we're going to do this, but we're going to enjoy it while we have him here. Yes. Uh, Andy Katz has once again put out his tears and we we will we will do him the solid of making sure people understand that these tears came out before the games played on Thursday night. So mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, for example, lost at Baylor. I don't know. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll ask him. We'll see. Does that affect it? Kansas laid a stinker. A stinker against UTEP at home. But uh, one. They, they made an appearance at tier three this week. Yep. Uh, I guess, Andy, I want to start with, with some of these newer teams because I'm looking at your tiers this week. Final four sleeper tier, we got the Arkansas Razorbacks who, mm-hmm. who, who you know, the, the the diehards are saying they might belong up a tier. Yeah, the must But the one that stood out to me, Andy, is UConn because UConn is a team that uh, Tate and I definitely believe in. We 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 are uh, we understand that they are nine and two with James Booknight. That they uh, they passed the eye test is what I would say. But they they were on the bubble at this time last week. Now all of a sudden you're saying they're a Final Four sleeper. It's March. Make the case. It's March. We agree with you. We just want you to make the case. Like UConn is a Final Four sleeper, really?
2: Okay. First of all, I saw them in person. I actually went to a game last Saturday. Uh, I did the UConn Marquette game for Westwood one. So with my own eyes. All right. And I saw James Booknight and RJ Cole. And I'm not saying that Booknight is Kemba or Shabazz Napier, but he has the ability Mm -hmm. to carry this team far. And RJ Cole, the transfer from Howard is sort of like a mini Vinny Johnson dating myself there, but he's a little bit of a microwave where he gets hot and he's got, you know, heat check and he's stocky. And the two of them, that one-two punch, uh, they can do some damage. And they will be very difficult to to contend with. They're defending. uh, And, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys like me to look for an outlier, a team that Mm -hmm. could be in that 7 to 11 range of seeding that could make a deep run, and they fit that profile.
0: Yeah, out. and and UConn traditionally, I mean, when if if the the NCAA tournament's always crazy. Obviously, it's March Madness, but uh, when tournaments get really, really, really crazy, and you're mm-hmm. like, "What the hell is going on here?" It seems to be a UConn tournament. <laughs> yeah, and, UConn and it, rises to the surface, and this so far has all the makings of the dumbest tournament we've ever seen, just given the circumstances of everything. So I don't
1: know. Yeah, that's. There's that, and Andy, I want to ask you about another sleeper team that's on this list that I think fits what you just said about UConn, and that's Purdue. Purdue has a lot mm-hmm. of freshmen that are very interesting. Uh, you know, Zach Eady was the first one that we were kind of intrigued by, obviously because he's the big man on that team. But obviously, a lot of talent with Purdue. They'd never made a Final Four. We remember the Carson Edwards game the last time we had a tournament. Um, so is they, there? They made
0: a, just to be clear, Purdue has made a Final Four. Just like yeah, yeah. yeah. The, my my father's propaganda. Yes, 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 yes. Matt yes, Painter's never made
1: a Final. The, this, this iteration our show, of Purdue, for our yeah. show. <laughs> we're talking about. Yes. In the as coach a, Titus, as a Purdue has Purdue never, uh, yeah. never, never made a final <laughs> yeah, okay. four as we know. Uh, but Andy, what do you like about the bowling makers and a chance for them to make a real run?
2: Well, first of all, uh, as we talk here, they're in the top four, they're getting a double bye in the big 10 tournament. Crazy. Which speaks crazy. You're in the best league in the country. Mm-hmm. And Purdue was one of the younger teams. And for them to earn a double bye if that holds, that's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, uh, the combination of Travion Williams and Zach eady you've got one player who's thick and strong, you know, sort of equal to Kofi Coburn to some degree. And then Zach who's seven, four, Mm -hmm. it causes all sorts of matchup problems that one, two punch inside. How many teams could match that? Uh, And then Jaden Ivy, I think is going to be a special talent. Yeah. He is just scratching the surface with his abilities. And now Sasha Stevanovich. You know, he, he was out for three weeks with COVID. He finally is hitting some threes. You get him going, Hunter mm-hmm. making some shots. Uh, I think this is a very dangerous team. They're committed to defense. And Matt Painter, very even Steven. You know, never too high, never too low. And they reflect his personality. I really like this team potentially getting to the Sweet 16. I like
1: the Matt Painter redemption tour too after yeah, the whole, just, you know, there was a lot of fallout last year talking about no yeah, Easter and how yeah. he Matt treats Hart's his players. And then you brain. see these young guys and they love playing for him and I think it's been a great well, year for Matt Painter.
0: Big, even not even just this past year, I think like a bigger picture Matt Painter point we should make is that like growing up in Indiana, uh, Purdue was always the the little brother. They were yeah. always the program that could never do anything in March. It was always like cute that they thought like they make the Sweet 16 and they're celebrating. That's that's The hilarious. coach title Conundrum. Yeah, that's yeah, yes. that's like and it's it's to to Painter's credit, to the credit of what Purdue has built, is that now people trust Purdue. Now you have Andy Katz is like Purdue's asleep, like Purdue could, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't seen them make a final four in this iteration of Purdue, but like, yeah, I I, I think he deserve deserves kudos for that. So I hate the word green with Andy. So I'm gonna I wanna bring <laughs> I'm gonna mention this, Andy, because this is this is the one bone to pick I have with you. So Tate and I are West Coast guys. We are mm. famously the only national college basketball podcast that devotes a lot of time to talking about the West Coast. Um and
2: we are you know the, I have, I have deep West coast roots, just so you know that Well, I, it's, it's I appreciate not, it, it's not showing when I'm looking at your tears here, Andy, because we have Gonzaga I, I, I at the top the West coast for eight years, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, we have Gonzaga at the top. And then the yes. only other team that makes an appearance is San Diego state, which let's be honest, you threw them on there. Cause you, you, someone told you they've won 10 games in a row or something. You're like, oh, damn, I better throw them on there. You didn't <laughs> actually want to do that. Where's the Pac-12, Andy? The Pac-12 gets no... Re- how come when the Big Ten beats up on each other, mm. when the Big 12 beats up on each other, everyone's like, that just shows how strong this league is. But when, say, uh, Colorado loses to Cal or something, it's an indictment on Colorado. How come How come <laughs> the Pac-12 doesn't get that benefit of the doubt?
2: Okay, two things. First of all, on this show, uh, you guys, if I'm not mistaken, kind of gave me flack when I had USC pretty high. Um, yeah, I still I- I really like USC, but... <laughs> They've had some moments that I've questioned, you know, they're sort of – and they look great, by the way, in destroying Stanford um, this week. So that's a positive. Maybe Mm -hmm. they now are going to have some consistency. Uh, UCLA can only go so far. We knew that without Chris Smith. Mick Mm -hmm. Cronin's done a great job. The team that I probably could have and maybe should have put in here, once again, is Oregon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Nate Allman continues – Uh, you know, sort of uh, every year we wonder, okay, how good are they going to be? We don't know who's even coming back. And yet there they are at the end. And the fact that Oregon could end up being the best team in this league uh, with a complete roster reshuffle Mm
1: -hmm. after losing
2: notably Peyton Pritchard uh, just says more about this program. And they've had multiple pauses too. Uh, And and Chris Fuerte is now having a great second half of the season. So Oregon could be the team, even though I think USC is more talented, but yeah. Oregon could be the you know, staying power. And look, I like Colorado. I really like McKinley Wright. Evan Batty is, like, one of my favorite people I've interviewed. But I, it's hard It's hard sell to be all in on Colorado. Because uh-huh. to your point, just you want to be, they lose to Cal and Washington. Yeah. So that's my concern on the Buffaloes.
1: Mm. So there's four teams, right, Andy, in the Pac-12 that get in, probably, best-case scenario, four teams?
2: The, the yeah, I definitely. Mean, it's kind of yeah. the thing because Stanford – gotta- had moments earlier this yeah. season. Sanford's good. They the get no shooter shooter. In, uh, Not going to happen. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, before Arizona took itself out, you know, we we're probably looking at them as a possibility. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's Oregon, the LA schools, and Colorado. Mm. Um,
0: uh, here, here, Another thing that stood out, and I, I said this at the top when I was uh, setting this up with you. Uh, it, I, I want to talk By about
2: Oregon. I'm sorry. I should say, that Arizona State should have been in this group. Yes, I I mean, not, uh, but they've had a completely disjointed, sideways yeah. season uh, with injuries and COVID, yeah. and, and I feel bad for Remy Martin because he's one of my favorite players. Also, that I've been interviewing over the last couple of years. Well, ahead, I mean, son. if it
0: if it's any consolation, to Arizona State fans, even if they had no adversity, they still were gonna, they were going
2: to find a way. I don't know what start. happened. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, look good on paper. I want to talk about Arkansas, Andy, because. Uh, I I sh- so Arkansas is red hot. First mm-hmm. of all, they've won ten straight SEC games. They they smoked Alabama. They they uh th- they're one loss in that stretch. Like the reason we say SEC because they lost at Oklahoma State, but even there they were they were hanging tough and um they're playing very very well. They play great defense. Moses Moody's a star. Uh, they check all the boxes and yet you you put them at the Final Four sleeper. And if I'm an Arkansas fan, I'm looking at this and I'm saying. Why are they not a title contender? And yet, I, I kind of agree with you, Andy, and I, and I can't articulate it. Like I can't figure out why I don't believe in Arkansas as much as I should. There's nothing wrong with them. They're very good. There's just something about it. I'm like, I don't know if I see Final Four. Uh, so can you articulate it for me? Why, why is Arkansas Tier 3, given how hot they are, given that you can make an argument that they might be playing the best basketball in the SEC. They just beat mm-hmm. Alabama. They're, they're beating all the best teams in the SEC right now. Why is Arkansas not a Final Four contender? Well, I'm concerned about their
2: experience. Uh, Mm. They don't have it.
0: Mm. And
2: uh, that, I think, could rear its head deeper into the tournament. Uh, You know, outside of the SEC Big 12 Challenge, they went really soft in the limited non-conference before. Mm. Maybe it would have been different if we had a normal non-conference. But they scheduled very light. And uh, I think that's also why they sort of slowly came upon the scene uh, as they continue to build wins uh, in the SEC. The SEC clearly is not as strong as we thought. I mean, Tennessee is a complete dysfunctional show in terms Mm -hmm. of any kind of consistency. Uh, So um, I wanted to include them, but I wouldn't be all in on them because I got to see a little bit more, especially in the SEC tournament. How do Mm -hmm. they handle back to back to back to back kind of situation?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. and and Andy we have to ask now we're gonna get to tier one because I think that is obviously the biggest news that we get Illinois takes on Michigan they send a statement with I.O. sitting on the bench they blow out Michigan Mm -hmm. Um, you know we had bumped Michigan up we uh, ahead of Baylor I think last week Andy that was the big news now Illinois is ahead of Michigan we got four teams in tier one a final four finally we got there Uh, how do you feel about Michigan Andy did you think about you know bumping them down or do you feel good enough leaving them there
2: well, now, after what they did to Michigan State and winning the Big Ten regular season title, they're, they're back. very good about keeping them where they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was definitely cause for concern uh, with the way they played against Illinois. But, you know, you could argue they were due for a stinker after being out for 23 days. But I think about two hurdles, and I talked to Isaiah Livers, actually, uh, after that win against Michigan. There were two major hurdles that this team had to deal with. One was being off for 23 days, and they passed that A-plus because they came out of that, and within three games one at Wisconsin, one at Ohio State. Mm. Then they get slapped in the face by Illinois. Okay, how are you going to respond? You flip around a couple of days later and you destroy your rival Michigan State. Now they get to make the, the uh, pickup game this weekend at Michigan State. We'll see how they handle that. But, uh, I mean, to win the Big Ten regular season title when they weren't expected to compete for it, when you've got a Ivy League transfer point guard, a wing from – a team that finished at the bottom of the ACC, yep. uh, a big man in Hunter Dickinson who arguably could be, you know, one of the 10 All-Americans, first and second team, uh, and, and should be the freshman of the year in the Big Ten. Uh, all that together and the intensity and passion in which Juwan Howard has been coaching and the way these guys love him. Uh, I, and we talked about this last week, if you remember. Mark said it wasn't fair to ding Mark Few because he went undefeated. I wasn't dinging him. I just think what Juwan Howard has done, I mean, it's so close. I mean, we're a 1 and 1A millimeters – uh, I'm leaning Juwan right now with everything that he I has done. I am too, through. Andy.
1: I'm right there with you.
2: And accomplished and winning the best league in the country.
0: So you're saying Mark Few, if he would have played Illinois without, I would assume he would have lost by twenty four or more instead of twenty three. Like <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what is that? no, it's not a slide on it's not a slide on Juwan Howard. It's like what if, if Mark Few doesn't win coach of the year this year, mm. what, like will he it, ever win? He, he should <laughs> quit. He should <laughs> Gain, be like what it. what else do you want me to do? How am I not well, the coach of the year?
2: Do if he wins the national championship and Juwan wins Coach of the Year, no, he, I don't he'll think he'll care. He'll be, care. Uh, he'll he'll be, be fine. completely yeah. fine. All right, before we let you
0: go, we need your perspective on some because you're a man who who is uniquely qualified to weigh in on this issue. Jim Beheim reaming a reporter for for saying that he. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jim Beheim tells a reporter, like, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, you're 5'2", and you never played. I've been coaching for 45 years. For those who don't know, eight years ago, Jim Beheim famously called out Andy Katz, called him an idiot. <laughs> he called him disloyal. Uh, so as someone who has been in this reporter's shoes, do you have do you have a word of advice on how to handle this when Jim Beheim calls you out publicly like this?
2: Okay, first of all, <laughs> Uh, We have since repaired that many years past. Of course. Some (laughs) Syracuse fans. No, I will tell you this, if I can. Yeah, please. There were some Syracuse, you know how you get those stories, how like there were people from World War II on like an island out in the South Pacific that didn't know the war ended. (laughs) Um, Okay. There were some Syracuse (laughs) fans that. (laughs) The war is (laughs) over. Syracuse fans. (laughs) The, the the war between us and years ago, yet I'll still get these emails as if these Syracuse fans were under a snowbank in upstate New York and have never read anything on the internet, okay? Because they think it's still going on, right? Uh, this is not uh, 1946. It's over, right? It's over. There's peace. Anyway, um, number one, uh, so that's good. I'm six one, so I was not called 5'2". Uh, I think it's a little different whether it's Jim or anyone else, when you are literally like separated by, you know, a social distance, six feet versus a computer screen. Yeah. Um, where you can actually feel it, you know, coming at you and you actually feel every other camera and person turn and look right at you. (laughs) Um, so that's a different feeling than a zoom. Yeah. uh, breakdown, you know, best thing is let it lie. Let the person vent. um, no need to throw your stats out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can hit a jumper. Um, yeah. Is, is and, that what and, you... and for the record, Mark, for someone who couldn't <laughs> even get to your level, all I know, and this is my basketball memory for the rest of my life, that in the second election day game that I played with, because I played in 08 and 12 with President Obama, mm. and the second time was, and I've told this story before, was Scottie Pippen trailing me Okay, I looked him off three times in a row, three pointer, mid range jumper, miss before Obama pulled me. (laughs) So I was two for three in the box score. Five points. That's That's my career moment. End of story. This was at the I White like House.
1: That. I like that. At Andy. the White House, uh, And he's throwing out real stats.
2: Pack Athletics in Chicago.
0: When when, when Bayheim did do that too, so you're saying you just like took it. You just sat there. That's the move. Because I, I actually don't remember that part. Like I, I everyone remembers the clip, but like I don't. I never asked you. I don't remember you ever talking about like what did you do? Did you like kind of snake out of the room? Did you just smile no, I stood and stood
2: my ground? I stood yeah. my ground. Um, the funniest thing, if I can just tell you this, it's funny now is it was a total, um, to be honest, kind of a softball question and innocuous question, was that was the time when Syracuse was going to the ACC, if I'm not mistaken, or um, they weren't going to play each other anymore. If yeah. I'm getting my years. So that was the question, like if he was going to schedule UConn. Yeah. Uh, in another series, uh, because they obviously had been rivals and all that. So – that's what set the whole thing off. Obviously, oh. there was past history from previous stories at ESPN um, that, that bubbled up, but yeah. And you're um, right. I mean, he
1: was upset about going to the ACC at the end of the day, yeah, so he yeah, just, that's... yeah, he, he lost it on you because of oh, that. Oh, my God. Andy, you're the best, as always. <laughs> we appreciate the time.
2: This, guys. Just so you know, the detente the, um, that was, I mean, it was, you know, it was essentially like Arafat and Menachem Begin, I mean, you know, or Yitzhak Rabin. I mean, there was like, you know, we had, I may mean, be mixing my pe- people here. I think that was Carter. Um, anyway, uh, no, that was Sadat and Arafat. Excuse me. No. Love it. I'm gonna, not in Vegas. Anyway, bottom line, Middle East peace was achieved in the um, bowels of the Verizon Center. year mm. Syracuse went to the final four, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 2013 mm. um, is when we made peace uh, in that Elite Eight in D.C. He's like, like, we were going to the Final
1: Four, Andy. I'll be nice to you now. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. He's like, we're, I, I can't be mad at him.
0: Love oh, it. man. Well, there you go. Syracuse fans, the war is over. Leave him alone. Leave Andy alone. Andy Katz, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Andy. God bless you. <laughs> Quick break to talk about our friends at Discover again. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. What are, what are these places you're asking yourself? I don't know. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nelson Report. Limitations apply. I don't know if you caught that, Tate. Uh, Andy Katz said he snuck it in there that he's six foot one. Do you think he, that's, that's dating app? Height, or do you think that's real life height? I think,
1: I, I think that's listed height.
0: I've I've met Andy a handful of times. I've stood next to him, and I I guess I can't recall how tall he is. I think is, he's but six,
1: six feet six, six feet real life. And he six one up, listed, or you're, you're always listed. I think, I'm six three listed, six two real life. You yeah. always go one above. You always
0: go one above. Especially, I feel like if you list yourself, if you're six foot and you say you're six foot, everyone's like, ah, oh, you're five eleven. Exactly. exactly. I, see, I see what you're doing. One hundred percent. So you say six one.
1: And if you're six two, you say six three, because if you say six two, everyone's like he's six one. Can but, I just can know. I just say uh
0: here's my take on the on the Jim Beheim reporter thing? Uh I I, <laughs> I agree. I think he makes a lot of great points. My cutoff point for when you should be allowed to talk about basketball is if you scored uh we'll say uh nine points, we'll say. And and you know why I said 5'2", two, one. right? <laughs> why did I say five
1: Because 'Cive three is mugsy. Oh, 53 five, five five three is three. actually the time that yeah. you become applicable to be an all star. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, right when you get if, to five three, you can be an NBA all star. That's so Jim right. Boeheim yeah, he's like, he stop at it was five two. literally the, the line.
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, Jim Beheim uh, <laughs> reamed. A, I mean, yeah, what I, what we brought up to Andy earlier is he reamed a reporter uh, after a win, and he said, yes. Basically, there's some reporter that's been like questioning his lineups all season, and he was like, "I should be listening to a guy that's never played basketball is five foot two instead mm-hmm. of me, who's coached for 45 years."
1: <laughs> it's very, you know, I mean, Kevin Durant called him blog boys. I mean, it's a very, it's the world we live. As I said, it's
0: a great point. I think if you haven't scored nine points in Division One basketball or more, get, get the out. hell out. Get out. You have to be. I'll you're not say five three or taller. <laughs> I I'd, I'd say six four. It. I think if you if you're six four you scored nine <laughs> points, uh, you you a everyone point. should that's that that's my cutoff point. Nice. And anything less than that, get out of here. Get out of here. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. Uh, all right. Pac twelve update. Here here's the thing. So I uh, we were talking about um, conference regular season conference titles uh mm-hmm. earlier before we talked to Andy and uh th- this is why I guess I, I wanted to bring this up earlier but I wanted to save it for Pac twelve update as well. Here's here's your Pac twelve update. Update standing. Here are the standings right now as it stands today. Oregon is 13 and four, technically at the top by win percentage. USC is 14 and five. So one more win, but also one more loss. So you, Mm. you do the math, it comes out they're a level below. UCLA is 13 and five. All three of these teams have one game left. So uh if if Oregon Oregon plays Sunday at Oregon State, if Oregon loses at Oregon State, uh USC and UCLA play each other. They're playing at Poly. Mm-hmm. So if USC wins, Oregon loses Last at Oregon year, State. That was a
1: great game. We were at that game.
0: Yeah, it was. Man. It was a great game. Yeah. Um if if Oregon loses, USC wins, I believe at that point, USC will win. But here's the here's here's the big but. If if USC and Oregon both win, Tate, mm. So th- it would it would be the same thing. Where USC has one more win, one more loss. And they these two teams only played each other one time and USC beat the absolute hell out of them. They they we we watched this game. We were sitting mm-hmm. right here watching mm-hmm. on the the television right right over there. That's the one. The, the one with the cooking show on right now. Um and and Tajidi hit like 403s out of the gate and or they ran Oregon off the floor. They boat raced him. So my question to you is, are you aggrieved if you're a USC fan? If you beat UCLA, you you sweep UCLA who is yep. the third best team? You beat Oregon. You have more wins than Oregon, and the only reason you you don't get a piece of the pie is because Oregon played fewer games than you. Are you agreed? Because I looked it up, the Pac-12 said we are going by win percentage this year. Mm. So Oregon, if they both win, Oregon's gonna have the better win percentage technically, but it's because they played two fewer games. And if Oregon goes one and one in those two hypothetical, was there games, an amount
1: of games that you had to play to qualify? No,
0: I don't. I mean, like I'm sure it was like six. You know, yeah, they yeah, they yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they But let's they both say you went seven and zero.
1: Yeah, you won the pack 12
0: I guess I don't know so that's unbelievable I'm, I'm I'm fired up on behalf of USC fans already
1: I think if you're a USC fan or a booster or someone that has any sort of sway Lori Laughlin yeah Lori Laughlin <laughs> right now. Make the call. You know what I mean. And We're talking to you, Lori. <laughs> yeah, please. Lori. This one's for you. Bag mom of the year, 2019. Make the call because at the end of the day, you're right. I mean, this seems like common sense. Can we just? I mean, head it's to ridiculous. Head, they it's head they, to they head. beat the snot it's, out of them the one just,
0: time they played. I mean, like, or at least, at least, at least, at least do a double trophy where it's like, if yes. one of you wins the Pac-12, we'll give you regular season and tournament. Yeah. like at least do that as the tiebreaker. I mean, that's it. Just seems ridiculous to me. So that's a uh, good Pac-12 update, though. Now I
1: feel informed. Yeah, now you're now you're, now you're locked in because yeah. a
0: lot of these have. Listen, Villanova won the Big East. Uh, Alabama clinched the SEC a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Michigan won the Big Ten. We know. Uh What else am I forgetting?
1: Uh ACC. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, literally <laughs> Florida State. I guess. Literally. Who cares?
0: Uh, the Pac-12, man. It's uh, it's the, the the power conference we should all be locked in on.
1: Yeah, and, uh, San Diego State won the Mountain West. That was next is, on my list. Oh, not, well, sorry to take it from you. San right. Diego State <laughs> won the Mountain
0: West State, and I just want to point this out. So I do not have word yet whether they have hung a banner. Famously mm. last year, we went to a game uh, late February after San Diego State had already yeah. clinched the Mountain West title. Our last college basketball game. That was I'll the last one sure. we saw. Yeah. Um, Together, at
1: least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Obi Toppin. Oh, Dump I guess we legs. went to the Maui Invitational this year. I guess the last yeah. one we saw pre pre Yeah. In yeah.
0: the before times. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw obi and dunk between his legs in Dayton. You know, what I was thinking and then about I saw the Cassius day. Winston hit a step back on Ohio State's face. That was the last game I saw before.
1: Anyway. You know, BC and like AD, obviously, but like yeah. BC is like before COVID. So before like, COVID? <laughs> that's what I was calling it. BC, <laughs> BC times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, San Diego State last year wins the Mountain West. And we go to this game um, after they clinched. And we noticed that they had already hung a banner that said Mountain West. We champions. hated it. And it clicked it. right then and there. We're like, mm-hmm. this is why the wheels are falling off. Because if, if you remember, uh, San Diego State started like 22-0. And, and then they started not playing particularly well. And the game we were at, did they win? But they were down They won, but and it was... Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they a, playing like Colorado
1: State or something? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Colorado State.
0: Uh Anyway, and we, we we made the comment to each other, like I mean, you can't hang a banner before the season's over. That's postseason. You, and
1: even you, the show, the, yeah. the 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 student section down there, we talked to them about it. Yeah. And they even seemed very worried they like, that yeah, we were seems, worried. Yeah, yeah, they were like, wait a second. Wait, what? We, we shouldn't have done that? Yeah, is, like, that is that not yeah. what programs
0: do? you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like honestly not. like you know, the, the best programs don't <laughs> they, they they hang it five years later, They're like oh yeah. yeah, that's right, we did win that thing five years ago. Um so anyway, no word on whether they've hung a banner yet, but they mm. did cut down that state. And this does—they cut down. Look at this—they cut down their Matt practice Mitchell, gym. Right yeah, there. Matt Mitchell in the practice gym because I think they won on the road. I think they won at UNLV to clinch it, and then they Dutcher come. Dutcher must
1: just love celebrating. You know what I mean? Like that just might be. But just his celebrate
0: thing. a Final Four. I celebrate mean, a national championship. But, but don't be Tom Crean losing to Ohio State at home but and then still give me cutting false down your hope nets. and
1: act like I'm going to get any of those things. That's let me, true. Let me celebrate this. You can celebrate, <laughs>
0: celebrate, but like, cut down, cut cut down nets, but like. <sighs> I don't think you I cut down. The I nets. don't think you cut down, think down the nets. Think you hang I think a the only time you yeah. cut down nets is if you clinch at home. That's it. That's the rule. You can't. What is Kawhi? Do you remember think when? Ohio, do you remember when Tom Crean did this? Yeah. They they clinched on the road. Yes. So then they're like, we'll just win the next game against Ohio State. And then Ohio State wins in Assembly Hall, and Tom Crean's like, you know what? We're gonna cut down nets anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Was like,
1: and everyone's what? like, dude, you lost. And <laughs> he's like, no, nah, we won the Big Ten. <laughs> we were It's <we're> <laughs> The
0: saddest thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the San Diego State. I don't know, man. Andy Katz has in the Final Four sleeper tier. They're they're Hot, they are hot. I'll give them that. I, I had them close to. They were knocking on the door of my fraud power rankings. If they had Malachi not Flynn anymore. this year, I would yeah. be
1: much more inclined to believe in this. I story. just
0: hate that we got to get this out of. We got to get this out of San Diego State system, man. We got to. We got to. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to Dutch about this. You can't. There, there are rules, Smokey. This isn't nom. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Uh, also, there's this. Uh, a judge has sided with ESPN in the Arizona versus ESPN feud uh where ESPN was asking that uh uh Arizona make the notice of allegations public Arizona yep. got the notice of allegations as you remember Tate Release the, the NOA Arizona Board of Regents argued that releasing the NOA would what was what was the quote uh not in the state's best interest
1: the best the best what line that we've seen this year yes it's
0: not in the state's best interest yeah. so we're not going to do it Yeah. and ESPN was like well mm-hmm. your public university freedom of information act release the tapes and Arizona's like how about you release the take <laughs> A lot of finger pointing and the judge ultimately decided <laughs> you're out of order. <laughs> the judge ultimately decided that Arizona has to release the notice of allegation. So, yep. uh, there's no timeline. Apparently, um, I'm guessing I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a huge swing here and guess what's in these notice of allegations. It's not good for Arizona. It's not good.
1: I mean, it's not good. Who guess who's holding on by you know less of a thread? I mean Sean or Archie at this point. I mean the Miller brothers. If they survive into next year, I think we have to give them kudos at this yeah. point, especially Sean. I mean, uh, I think how I think, many more how many more shots can this man have shot at him, and he just keeps he's the Teflon Sean.
0: I think we're gonna look up in like five years, and like Archie's coaching at UC Riverside, and yeah. Sean's at UC Irvine, and they just have the no I mean. Rivalry. Let me just and, say,
1: <laughs> if you think about. North Northridge with Godfrey. You got Sean Miller, <laughs> Sean Miller the in there. <laughs> oh, man. You got Damon Stottemeyer at Pacific. Yeah. You got Lorenzo R- Romar at Pepperdine.
0: Well, Mick is UCLA's head coach. People forget the, that. I don't know. I if mean, that's Larry Brown's
1: making phone calls to get in that conference. I yeah, mean, there, there's yeah. a chance. That's
0: a, that's a conference. Uh, my last note is this Arizona State tonight got, uh, they, they look good out of the gate at Colorado and Tad Boyle had to call timeout and lost his mind on his team. Yeah. Um, and Colorado picked it up, and uh, Colorado uh, ended up winning the game. But going into this game, so so this stat is going into this game. I don't know where it stands now, but mm-hmm. going into this game, Tate, according to VegasInsider.com, which, listen, name sounds prestigious. Yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> according to VegasInsider.com, the future odds, they list all the national championship odds of these teams winning national championships. Arizona was still on the board at Arizona. I'm sorry, Arizona State was still on the board at 66 to one. Now, if you need a frame of reference because you're not a gambler, I'm not a gambler. So, if you're someone that doesn't gamble, and you're like, "What does that even mean?" Give me, give me a frame of reference of what 66 to one means. Uh, First of all, Arizona State was 10 and 11 going into tonight. They're now Mm -hmm. 10 and 12. Mm -hmm. 66 to one puts them at the same level as Michigan State, who is hot and is going to maybe sneak into the tournament. We think. I don't know. It's still a lot to shake out there. Uh, Also, 66 to one on VegasInsider.com is better than the following program state. The Duke Blue Devils. Yep. The Kentucky Wildcats. Wow. The Syracuse Orange. And are you sitting down? Because this is insane. Don't say North Carolina. No. Okay. The Clemson Tigers. Arizona State on VegasInsider.com has better odds to win the national championship than the Clemson Tigers.
1: There may be an argument to be made that Clemson and Brad Brownell in general are probably the most disrespected group of people yeah. in college basketball this yep. season. And they had this moment in time where, you know, they beat North Carolina at home, kind of blow them out, and there was some, you know, heads turned. They're like, oh, what's going on at Clemson? You and I even talked about Clemson, about how great their defense was, and mm-hmm. similar to Virginia that we've seen in the past. They actually have a legit shot to make a Sweet 16. Yep. And once you get into the Sweet 16, as we know, as every analyst knows, anything is anything possible. Can hey, they, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So that's insane to me. That's also, insane.
0: Arizona State is 10, 10 and 12 now.
1: It you makes know, no sense that Arizona State is the team that they are this year. On paper, I know, I it makes know. no sense.
0: I should mention, I don't know if Vegas Insider Act, I don't know how credible this is. I don't know what this is. But mm. it, it, if you search college basketball futures, I just like search college basketball futures. It was the thing that come up at the top. So they got a good SEO. They're paying it. They're doing something. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're doing yeah, something, right? Yeah. Google.
0: Uh, so there you go. Uh, Arizona State, not dead yet. All, all Arizona State has to do to make it into the tournament, Tate, is do something they've literally not done all year, which is win four games in a row. Yeah, If they can do that... Mm-hmm. If they can just win four games in a row for the first time all year, they're in. And then if they can get in, all they have to do then is win. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) They've not won more than three games in a row. And we're now have, we're now counting on them to win ten in a row. No,
1: I don't know. And if you watch them play, I mean, Bobby Hurley pulled Remy Martin out of the game, his senior point guard, and it looked like they were just disgusted with each other. You know, not to only make it about body language, but it doesn't look like a team that's clicking, that's like coming together right now to make a run, uh, to say
0: the least. Yeah, but anyway, if you want to burn your money, go through. Yeah, sixty-six it. to one, throw better it. odds than Clemson. Can you believe? It? I guess that's that's the that's what the, are Clemson's well, how odds? How does how does gambling work? Uh, by the way, where like. Some people are listening to this right now, and they're like, oh, that's a good value. I should mm. put money on Clemson. Because, mm. like, I, I don't... This is why I don't gamble, because, like, people... P- there, there are people that would put, put money... I less, and I get more. I mean, I understand that, <laughs> but I, I understand that. I'm saying I don't understand the mindset where you're like, oh, Clemson's a good value. I should put, like, $1,000 on Clemson just yeah. in case. Because mm. if they don't win, that's the same as putting $1,000 on Chicago State, right? Yeah, yeah I mean... So I don't understand, day. like...
1: It's it's like patting yourself idea, on the back for like, uh, that yeah. would, you know, like it's the idea of like, if it does, right. And if it and <laughs> if it so does, stupid. then I am like unbelievably, I this, was, I was
0: um, always confused going on when we, when we go on, when we talked to Sal and stuff and, and the, the trifecta mean, and they're like, what, what are good value bets in the title? I was like, if I'm betting on the national championship this year, I'm not putting any money on any team other than Gonzaga. Cause I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. That's the team I think is going to win. I yeah. think they should, they're, they're going to win. Why and would I put money on the team of, I don't think is going to win?
1: Marley Kidd got Gonzaga 15 to 1 at the start of the season. Wow. So they were not the favorites. Wow. Uh, I think Kansas was actually the favorite, strangely enough. Something weird going like into that. the season. I Kansas can't remember was? exactly who it was. Maybe Baylor was. I, I can't remember, but Gonzaga, Wisconsin. he got him. <laughs> he got Gonzaga at 15 to 1. And now, you know, obviously that's, that's not even close to what it is. So. Uh, there's some
0: value. There, there you go. There's some value. Some good, some good. There as you. as Clemson is flaming out, the, or as Arizona State doesn't make the turn, or yeah, you, you what, what would, it, what would it be? You put your money on Clemson. Clemson's losing in the second round. You're like, but I got a good value. <laughs> I
1: mean, I had a parlay in the NBA Finals that if LeBron James had a triple double in the last game, I would have made fifteen hundred dollars. And LeBron James, I think he ended up with like thirty nine and nine, <laughs> and that, that's what it is. You know? what was, it's just a bunch of BS like that. What
0: was your bet during the Super Bowl that uh? You thought you hit and then you didn't hit it and I was I was dying laughing watching. Oh, you know, it you was to, uh
1: man, God. It was it, something
0: like if Gronk and Antonio Brown both score a touchdown, but then it was also like I don't know,
1: but they had to have over 150 yards. It was yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I was dying laughing. There's a lot of like, things before the biggest yeah, game yeah. in sports that like I just go and just put in a lot this of parlays is... and props, and then I see what hits, and then a lot of times I forget what even was the thing that I even <laughs> bet <laughs> on I'm because down. I'm I'm just so enamored by the whole thing. It's ridiculous. This is way too much gambling talk. Uh, <laughs> shoutouts, closeouts. Where we at? Uh, I got shout out to I got the Marquette jersey on, yep. and uh, I wanted to shout out our guy DJ Carton, uh, a man, yeah. a man yep. who basically cursed North Carolina and the Dean Dome, yep. owns us in the Dean Dome, but had a big dunk, probably one of the best dunks we've seen this great season, dunker. and then did you know on top of your head, you know that celebration, and uh, I don't know, I feel like with the Marquette jersey, I should just shout out someone from Marquette. So mm-hmm. DJ Carton, you got the you got the shout out today,
0: DJ Carton. Yeah, he's a great he's a great dunker. A uh, former Buckeye, I wish. Uh, Wish we would have stuck around, but also, like, I think he made the right decision w- to transfer. I really wish he would have stayed. Then think, he
1: wouldn't have come with Marquette and we would yeah, have beaten Marquette by 20 some points. Uh,
0: but I don't know how we would have fit in at Ohio State this year because we, we got a ton of talent. to like, I'm not that's not me saying Ohio State's awesome. Well, I think we are, but um, uh, mm. yeah, I think he made the right decision. I, I think, think he's, he he's getting yeah. more opportunities, at Marquette. So, yeah, um, it's just a shame they kind of <laughs> suck, but we'll always have the, the ding dong blowouts. Uh, I want to shout out, uh, what do I have here? Oh, I Mike Bray. That was it. Uh, oh, I want to shout out Mike Bray uh, because uh, there, there's, there, there was this today that, that, that let's end on this. In. This is yeah.
1: a, I just want to like, you know, yeah, let this watch. I,
0: people. I, I'm disgusted by what I'm seeing mm. coming out of South Bend. Mm. Mike Bray, apparently walking off the floor. Notre Dame loses the other day. Uh, there's a, there's a chant from the student section fire Mike Bray. And he was asked about in the press conference and he does the, his best to deflect because he's Mike Bray and he's cool. He's, a, he's the loosest coach in America mm. And I just want to say, uh, calm down, Notre Dame fans. First of all, it's not about you. Uh, You're in the state of Indiana. We're focused on Archie Miller right now. All right, we have our own. Mm. We have a crisis, Mm -hmm. uh, a coaching crisis, going on right now. That quit trying to get at the coaching crisis table in the state of Indiana. All right, wait your turn. If even if you have a problem, shut up. Shut up. You're the fourth best program in the state of Indiana. Mm. Like, like Butler's respecting it. You don't hear Butler fans talking about LaVal Jordan not having a great year. No, they just, just
1: beat the shit out of Villanova right. when they came to town. You know? Right.
0: So, Butler fans know, like, this is not, it's Indiana's time. They figure that out. And, like, we'll look at, listen, in four or five years, LaVal Jordan sucks. Like, maybe we'll revisit it. But, like, come on. We know we know our place. Notre Dame fans, shut up, one. Mm. Two, the only reason any of you give a single shit about Notre Dame basketball is because Mike Bray made you give a shit. Yes. So understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Number three, I don't like it. Number mm-hmm. four, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And number five, shut up. Shut up. And that's it. And I just want to leave it yeah. at that. Like Mike Bray could lose every game next year, and he should. He should be the coach at Notre. He should be the lifetime contract.
1: All j- f- all four hundred ninety seven people in that building, the fans, yep. quote unquote, is what they call themselves. What are you doing? Mm. You have Maui coming up. Yeah. You yep. have a man <laughs> yeah. that made the Maui Invitational fun yep. Yep. again. Yep. He has a chance to go back. This is the season that we throw away. Yep. This is the season where we don't even. It doesn't even count. It. Coach K is not even acknowledging it. It doesn't count. Throw it away. It doesn't count. Don't ever. Don't you don't, ever? Don't you ever? That. Don't you ever? At Mike Bray, we love I you, Coach.
0: Coach, this is Forever. a safe space. Yes. You will always be welcome here. Mm. We would. Uh, we'll see you in Maui. Coach. We will see you in Maui. We 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 do love you. You went to back to back Elite Eights. People forget. What are they that-
1: talking about? What, like what is happening? What about Zach August? Five years ago, he went to two. I mean, I
0: get it. I get it. Five years is a long time, but also but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. You're Notre Dame, dude. Like you, you're Notre Dame basketball. You're a joke. You're yeah. a joke without yeah. Mike Bray. you without Mike Bray. You beat UCLA one time, and Digger Phelps waved his highlighters on television. Jordan That's, Courtney, that's, that's all on anybody TV. cares about you.
1: You have someone on TV like enjoy. Like you have little yeah. things that are going well for yeah. you. Find the brand plays.
0: It's ridiculous. Dude. Come on. It's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, I'm disgusted. But by- oh, shout out Colin Gillespie. We we, we yes, can't end on Mike Bray. One. We got to shout yeah, out Colin yeah. Gillespie towards MCL. Uh, it, it sucks. I, I have no other commentary. It sucks. It's not good. And it's not fun either.
1: Villanova, seventh Big East title in the last eight years. Colin yeah. Gillespie, obviously a, a pivotal piece to Villanova basketball. When you think about, you know, this iteration of this team, it is. Th- that's the guy you think of usually. So um you know we're gonna miss colin gillespie there's a chance he could come back you know yep. college basketball is the you right to come back yep um but regardless he's been great for this career for his whole career at villanova so shout out to he's him. been awesome
0: and yep. uh that it, it sucks it's, it's like I, you know when you're a senior obviously it gets amplified and it's like that's mm-hmm. that's a bad way to go out there's never a good time to tear your mcl but apparently especially um when you are a senior especially when there was no tournament last year yep Back to back, no tournaments, and to be on a team like Villanova, at a program like Villanova, it's won two national titles uh, in recent years, and a you're, program
1: that you know if you get to the tournament, right. you get a shot. That's like what legit. I mean. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're 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 in Colin Gillespie's shoes, and you're like, all right, I'm the point guard of Villanova. That means I am going to have a chance to compete for a national title, and to have your last two tournament chances taken away. Um, it sucks. So I yeah, uh, hate to see it. Shout out, thinking of Congo, SB. Uh yep. Is that it? Should we do picks? Like, what games are coming up? We got Duke, Carolina.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. care? would yeah. where, where, where,
0: where give us a, give us a, where do you, how, where, how do you feel? What, what, what are we thinking
1: going into that one? Duke needs a win to get back on the bubble, as they say. So this is, this is all setting up for Duke to, you know, kind of get back into the good graces of America yeah. by getting this win at the Dean Dome. I have a deep, 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 deep hope that North Carolina, just like Louisville did, can sweep Duke this year. If there's any year to sweep Duke, this is the year to do it. You did it the year that Zion was there. People Mm -hmm. forget this. You swept them, but then you played them in the ACC tournament and you lost that game, right? So let's sweep them clean. Let's avoid them in the ACC tournament, and let's move on with our lives. That's all we can ask. That's all we can can hope for. Uh, This North Carolina team, this Duke team, they're not good, Titus. Uh, they both <laughs> yeah. lost their last two games. Uh, you know, they, they Both of them were trying to throw the game before so they could get, like, you know, yeah. we we're, were down, yeah, but yeah, now we've got to yeah. come back. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't like that it's at the Dean Dome, um, you know, as much yeah. as a lot of people would say, why why would I not like that? It just seems like all all signs point to Carolina needs this win, and this team has shown Who me Who needs one it more? Thing. Who needs it more? Carolina, Carolina needs it more for than sure. Duke. I mean, yeah. Duke season is over. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, unless... I mean, I, I I never will believe Kay's off you know, and not going to make the tournament until I actually see the bracket come out. But right now, they have no chance, in my opinion. You know who has an 87% chance? Well, that, Georgia Tech. Wouldn't, that,
0: wouldn't, that, you know, wouldn't that be an argument for them needing it more? That if they no, beat they Carolina, maybe they're get, back in?
1: That is not going to help. Beating a crappy team when you're crappy is <laughs> not going to help. Get him out of here. Go home. Take a break. Kay, take a break.
0: So do you think Carolina's going to win in your heart of hearts? Yes.
1: <sighs> All right. Yes. But I think it, it it, were, it the only reason I say that was because of last year. They should have won last year. We all remember the air ball that turned into a game-winning shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Uh,
0: I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember being at the bar with you. And. uh
1: Dude, you, Brian Tucker, yeah. SNL writer, was there with, I mean, true Carolina fan. I mean, we were devastated. And you were there. You had the same smile on your face. <laughs> The exact same smile. <laughs> I remember. I
0: remember you guys were up big, and I remember, like, not even trying to be a dick. I was like, "It's gonna happen. You guys are doing it. this." It was is awesome. four minutes left, and you were yeah. like, "I was like, this dude, is I can't over. believe There's it. No I can't believe can it." back yeah. in this game. And I, and I,
1: I remember looking at you like, "Mark, you don't know." I genuinely
0: was not trying to be a dick. I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be uh, so fun." And then I, yeah, it's it's, it's gone. It's like someone just picked up a puppy and drop kicked it across the bar. The way everyone acted,
1: it I, will never be as bad as Austin Rivers. I was at that game in the words of Michael Wilbon and i was sitting literally at the top of the dean <laughs> dome and when he hit that shot i just collapsed i mean i could i mean i've never heard the silence of a room like that oh uh, uh, let's hope for not that
0: i'll 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 all in solidarity i'll pick north carolina as well to win um, I don't yeah. know how much I believe that. I mean, I
1: yeah, it, it does. Duke, we'll Duke is
0: um, probably the team. What other game? Oh, Illinois, Ohio State. I I think Ohio State's gonna win, not because they're better. I think like it's just setting up for like Illinois to now be yeah, humble, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the, I feel Ohio like everyone's gotta humble to each other. Yeah. And Ohio State's reeling. We lost three in a row. It's at Ohio State. I feel like this is just just we, we've seen this pattern before. of Like team, the team gets hot. Yeah. They get a, they fly too close to the sun. They Itcarus. get too excited. We yeah, know what it is. We know what it is. <laughs> I I know what it is because I experienced it two weeks ago <laughs> when Dude. Michigan. Beat Ohio State in Look, Columbus, so hey. I feel like that's uh, that's gonna have that that's on right before uh, Duke, Carolina. I think so. I felt
1: it after the Maui Invitational when Texas beat te- Carolina by two. I said I think that Carolina's <laughs> the best team <laughs> in ACC. <laughs> uh, and then we'll, uh,
0: throw out uh, uh, Indiana, Purdue. I, I I just realized they're playing too.
1: Oof. Indiana fans, if you were there for the last four years, you did not go to one tournament and uh, have not beat Purdue
0: either. Yeah, and have not beat have Purdue. not beat Purdue. So if you Archie were an Miller's Indiana fan. I feel like years. I feel like that's My the goodness. reason. I've, I have This is the time Indiana's going to win because it's like everyone's just given up and they mm-hmm. don't care. And this is the time that that they pull off the win and they're like, "Damn it! Now do I have to care? Now are we back? Are we? God damn it!" <laughs> I think I, wanna, I, do I just think wanted it, to enjoy the spring. Game, I didn't want to have to.
1: If they lose this game, I think it's over. I think so. It's a must win or can't lose. I think it's a can't lose. All right, all right, can't lose. All right,
0: that's the show. Uh, voicemail number three zero two four seven zero eight two eight three. Call us this weekend if you're an yes. Indiana fan. You're watching Archie Miller lose again to Purdue. If you're um, a Duke fan, please
1: call. If you Illinois
0: lose. fans, if uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna have their bravado. I did going into the Michigan game where I was like, Michigan fans suck it. Call me when you lose. I've learned my lesson, so I'm not gonna call you out and say you guys are definitely gonna lose. But let's be honest, you you and I both know that. Uh, mm you're feeling yourself a little too much. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of those. So, uh, just have the number ready. Call us, call us again. And, mm. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. So <laughs> there Gross. it is. See you guys next week.